Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! I'm doing my best Ryan Tutel over here. Welcome in. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. No ESPN empty app. We'll be back on the app next week. That's because Grizz Hockey's on the road. So you can find Grizz Hockey on the app tonight at 8.15 p.m. as well as uh, tomorrow, matinee, 12.15 uh, in the afternoon tomorrow for Grizz Hockey. They're playing uh, in Denver against DU, against Denver University, each of the next two uh, matchups. They won last night against Metro State. So uh, snapped a losing streak back on the winning side of things. So we'll see if the Grizz Hockey team can get a couple more. We'll be back on the app uh, next week. I tease saying I'm doing my best to tell because I'm wearing a flannel. It's uh, it's cold around here. You got multiple flannels on. Are you guys you got multiple sweatshirts on? Buddy. <laughs> you know me. I leave the house prepared. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm... You know, I spent half my life in Montana, but I'm originally from the East Coast. You got to wear layers, man. Plus, you know, the fashion boy that I like to be. Every time I rip off a new layer, it's a new outfit. So, you know, I got to <laughs> come correct or don't come at all, folks. Uh, Rajiv Seabrook riding with us. We have a ton of guests here today, so he and I will be talking uh, intermittently and filling in the space where we can. We're going to get things started with one of my favorite guests, a font of information and one of the most entertaining men I've ever met. Mike Kramer, the big human. He was the head coach <laughs> at multiple Big Sky Conference schools, Eastern Washington in the 90s, Montana State in the 2000s, Idaho State in the 2010s. But oh, by the way, he was an all-Big Sky offensive lineman at the University of Idaho back in the 1970s. Played there uh, for Ed Troxel back in the early 1970s. And if you, you haven't been paying attention all week, Montana State is at Idaho. So Kramer knows a bunch about both these teams. He's going to be able to tell us about sort of some of the history of this rivalry and also just what he thinks of the, the reascension of his alma mater. Idaho certainly uh, back to being good, if not very good. Mm-hmm. And they have a big prove-it game tomorrow at the Kibbe Dome. Mm-hmm. Another sellout expected with Montana State in town. And... Uh, Another chance for the Bobcats to affirm themselves as national championship contenders as well. So that'll be a big one. Uh, Mike Kramer will join us here in just a couple minutes. Also give you a state soccer update. I'll give you a hint. Half the state championship games have been moved already because there's a big-time snowstorm coming in. It's already hit certain parts of the state. Helena got almost two feet a couple nights ago. So uh, winter is upon us, but the double-A matches have been moved to Tuesday. The class-A matches are staying, at least for now, on Saturday, so we'll give you an update on all that. Uh, how about in the Big Sky Cross Country meet? One, two, three, four, five for the NAU women. Unbelievable. There's a Missoula tie, though. Missoula Hellgate alum Elise Stearns, she, overall champion for the second year in a row, the uh, Big Sky Cross Country meet was here today in Missoula. So we'll give you some results from that as well. 
Right, we're also going to hear from Pat Duchesne. He's the head coach of the Florence Falcons. They are the two-time defending Class B state champions. And uh, it's hard to say. I was going to say the top seed in the Class B playoffs, but the Class B playoffs is just 16 teams, so nobody gets a bye. So you get a, a certain draw, and there's certainly a home this weekend. Florence is tomorrow afternoon uh, against Baker. By the way, how about a... How about a 590-mile bus ride for the Spartans? Buddy, I've, I did that. Unbelievable. I, I, uh, I forget what year coaching Loyola, our second championship, we went to Baker. And we played on that beautiful field, you know, right across from the earth being plunged in the oil fields. Um, that's, a, that's a ride, man. I just, I, I didn't understand the expanse of Montana <laughs> right. until that ride. I was like, totally. and we're still in Montana. Well, it's just so funny because the only real Class B matchup that would be a farther... De- Baker's going to be far away from everybody. Baker's eight miles from the North Dakota border. So it's on the eastern, the most eastern side of the state as you can be. But the only matchup you can have that's even farther than Florence's Thompson Falls, that's it. Other, yep. Otherwise, this is about as far as you can go. across Tom, or, or, the whole, or Big Fork. Yeah, Big Fork would be a Big really, Fork would be yep, another one. Yep. yep. But Big Fork up in Class A now. They actually yep. play in Hamilton uh, tonight. Tonight. <laughs> right in the sports centers. And uh, given the weather forecast in each of them, 100% chance of snow in the Bitterroot Valley, 100% chance of snow in Butte, 100% chance of snow in Billings. There's only like a 50% chance of snow in Great Falls and Helena. So Look, man, tonight is a 100% <laughs> chance of chilly wherever you are. <laughs> That's right. Precipitation is another story for another day. <laughs> Guaranteed to have the chill in the bones tonight, folks. So, Pat Deshane, 445. Then uh, at the top of the hour, we'll hear from Todd Hughes, Missoula. Oh, his team oh, big making their way all the way over to Shepherd, where it's supposed to be a hurricane <laughs> or even who knows what to call it, tornado. Like 50-mile-per-hour winds in Shepherd tomorrow. So that'll be interesting. Matt Johnson, Missoula Big Sky. Will join us as well. His team playing at Billings West tonight. Dane Oliver, Missoula Sentinel. His team also playing in the Windy City up there in Great Falls. So we'll uh, go over all those games as well. Then we'll hear from Carolyn. She does those sports. Got some laughs for you. And she's still uh, very, very uh, angry about uh, the one and only, the man with the beard, James Harden. He's still not playing, and she can't get over it. And I think her opinion is justified. So we'll uh, have some laughs to end up here on this Friday as well. Speaking of Tutel, he's pinch hitting for me tomorrow. Ryan Tutel, Rajim Seabrook, the original college game day duo. They're back on the mic tomorrow. So we'll be live from 11 until noon, leading up to Montana's 1 p.m. kickoff against Northern Colorado. So looking forward to that. Uh, I'll be there setting stuff up. You'll also hear me on the show intermittently because we have some interviews that I've already recorded for the broadcast tomorrow. And uh, these guys will be steering the ship because I got to get on the road. I got to go over to Bosco for this. Are you Uh, driving or flying? (laughs) I'm driving. It's only four hours. Have you seen the weather? I know, but I, I so there's these cool apps now where you can have uh, highway cams. It can show you where the passes are at. Mm-hmm. The pass on the way to Great Falls, no boy, no, it doesn't look good. So oh, hopefully, no. yeah, I'm hopefully, glad I'm here, son. Hopefully, Sentinel made it all right. Uh, the pass to Helena McDowell pass, no boy, no, that doesn't look good either. Homestake pass looks okay. The Livingston pass looks okay. Lookout is clear right now. I think that the snow must have stopped. Like right when it got to Western Montana, but either way, I mean, it's what I drive slow. It'll be all good. Look, man, I'm getting old. So my the older I get, the higher my worry face. Like, are you gonna be okay? Please text me when you get there. I'm just getting old, man. It happens. <laughs> no, honest now, ESPN Radio. That's our show outlook here uh, on this Friday. It's also a Florence Coffee Company Friday. Rajiv already downed his Americano. He's, Pounded it. He's dipping into the amino energies again. So. Uh, I guess some people learn slow. You were or up, not at all. You were up for two days after you drank one of those last well, I need time. To, I need to be up late tonight because I have a lot of football to watch because right after the Sentinel game, you know I'm going to be glued to, for that. I'm watching, you know, I, I got there's a couple of games I have to watch tonight because of a vested interest. Um, and then I just got stuff to do. I got, a, my totally. girls, I got my four-year-old's birthday party tomorrow, plus the game day, plus I just need to clean and, you know. It's Friday night, man. I'm going to stay up a little later than normal. So thank you, Floco. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Floco. Florence Coffee Company yes, Friday. Yes. Uh, we do this every Friday here uh, on Nuanas Now. Chris Hockey, like I mentioned, they're in action tonight, 8-15, and they're in action tomorrow at 12-15. If you need somewhere to stream the game, watch the game, uh, they'll always have it on for you at Buffalo Wild Wings, which is right across the street from us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company on Radio Way here uh, in Missoula. Um, we're efforting the big the big human, Mike Kramer. I just texted him, Andrew, so hopefully uh, he gets back to us. Um, oh, it's just going immediately to voicemail. Okay, well, uh, hopefully Coach Kramer 
gets back to us. And if not, uh, we will certainly be able to fill the space. I don't know. What do you want to do? You want to talk... Want to talk high school football? Or you want to talk college football first? See, now I'm glad I came in. That's See, right. Everything happens for a reason. That's why I trust in the universe. The Jedi Force uh, is is strong in the both of us. We can just, it's Freestyle Friday. It doesn't matter. This is how we roll anyway. It's nimbly, bimbly, hopping from limb to limb. And I can totally feel the caffeine clicking in because my mouth is moving faster <laughs> than my brain can physically comprehend. Yeah, let's go. High school football. All right, let's talk high school football. The uh, the double-A matchups tonight, uh, as we mentioned, Missoula Big Some Sky. Some good ones. Missoula Big Sky is in Billings to play Billings West. Uh, Helena High hosts Billings Skyview. Yep. Uh, Butte hosts Billings Senior. And Great Falls High hosts Missoula Sentinel. Sentinel. Um, so let's just start at the top of the bracket. The Sentinel, uh, Great Falls High winner, gets the unenviable task of playing. Council Glacier is the top-ranked team in the state. Rebel, I guess, the top-ranked team out of the West, West. right now. Uh, what do we think of this matchup? Uh, it's going to come down to the last possession. As as you noted about the weather, um, 40 to 50 mile an hour winds. There's already snow and ice. It's Great Falls, a.k.a. Little Chicago. It's going to be a... It's a possession game. You're, you're going to have to run the rock because you can't you can't throw it. Yeah. And if you do throw it, you know, you're, you're putting it up there to the mercy of the elements and, and allowing a defense to try to capitalize off of, off of, you know, floating zeppelins out there. So one of the big big disadvantages for Sentinel, and this is just circumstantial, Riley Allen, the senior quarterback, he's out, and yep. that, that hurts you. Yep. Uh, the Hess kid's done a good job filling Absol- in. Admirably. And and, uh, but is that disadvantage mitigated because the weather is going to be so bad in Great Falls? I mean, the weather is going to be bad everywhere, but it's supposed to be like extreme wind gusts in Great Falls. Yeah, well, the, the good thing about Rudy is Rudy's a, he's more of a runner than a thrower. Totally. So the the ability to, to run the ball... Um, it's going to have to be at a premium for both teams if either one of them wants to win. You're going to have to throw. You're going to have to run the rock because you can't throw it. Um, I think the run game suits uh, Sentinel more because of the, the 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 people running the rock. And I feel that Great Falls just isn't as. I feel that the East is a little weaker outside of Bozeman and Gallison. Uh, I just don't feel that the, the the matchup favors Great Falls in this one. And of course, I'm a homer and I'm a little biased, but I do feel that Sparta will come out on top on this one. Well, I will hear from all these coaches a little later on, but. Um, I also think that West is the three seed out of the East. The Big Sky is the six seed. I think Big Sky knocked on the door more than most six seeds typically would this year. Oh, uh, they took Butte all the way down the wire. It I, was a, it was a great game against Sentinel until the fourth quarter. Absolutely. Uh, they had a couple others where they let it slip away. I mean, last week against Helena High, they only lost by six, but they had a couple turnovers that sort of hurt them. They also had this this massive blow up of turnovers against CMR. Yeah, I mean, coulda, shoulda, woulda. I mean, ifs and what what is it? Coulda, shoulda, woulda's. I mean, the if ands buts or maybe's. <laughs> right. You, you, you are what your record is, but I think Big Sky is better than the record. It's a cliche thing to say, but I do I do think because of the elements, but also because Big Sky's got some good talent, I do think that they have a chance tonight in Billings. Yeah, the two teams out of the West that you don't want to play outside of Glacier, to me, are Big Sky and Butte. They are the biggest rat spoilers right now because you don't know what you're going to get from week to week. Are you going to get a team that's going to come in and put it on you and 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 test your all four quarters, or are you going to get a team that's going to come in and commit you know six turnovers, shoot themselves in the foot, and then try to hike hike Mount Jumbo? Um, right now, Big Sky to me is the is the dangerous animal that's caught in a corner. For like, sure. Do they freeze? Do 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 they fight or do they sit there and it, fawn over you? Here's, not, the, you know? here's the biggest advantage Big Sky's got. I think Joey Sandberg's one of the best running backs in the state. Absolutely. What? And, and, he's, of and he's the leading no and he's the leading rusher in class double A right now. Absolutely hands down. When the weather's terrible and frightful, that's what you want is to have a big running back Bingo. you can just Absolutely. give the ball to. So Yet you want it. Uh, that'll be a, that'll be a, a good factor there. Um Butte Billing Senior. Senior's a, an interesting one because I do think that they've shown flashes this year. They have a pretty solid quarterback. Um but my only real impression of them was when I watched them at Washington Grizzly Stadium in week one and they rolled it up on Hellgate, and Hellgate was... Hellgate's nothing. Hellgate struggled all they, year they long. Struck, yeah, so they have, they, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's just... Re- I mean, it's really, 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 really hard to go to Naranchi Stadium and win, especially if the weather is going to be bad. That's To me, that's the biggest X factor is Butte is better at home than anyone in, in Class AA. I mean, anyone that you could argue it's one of the best home field advantages in the state. At, hands down. I hate playing there. Like, I hate playing there, but I also envy the fact that everyone in Butte on Friday nights is in that state. Thousands of people. Thousands there. of people. Like that's just, and it's the playoffs, so you add that even more. It's a hostile environment. It's a beautiful place to play, and I think that the twelfth man adds the uh, X factor for Butte to come out on top. Uh, Swiss alone, we're missing. Oh hell, on a high building Skyview. Good job by Skyview. Skyview had like a nineteen or twenty game losing streak at one yeah. point. 
They won a couple this year. They got in the playoffs. Yeah. They're still a rebuilding program. Absolutely. The Bengals are the hottest team in the in the state right now, though. Hands down. They had the hardest non-conference. They had to play Bozeman right out the gates. They had to play Billings West right out the gates. And then uh, a whole West End conference schedule. And then when they lost 35 nothing to Helena Capital, and they were sitting there at 2-3, and three, yep. I think everybody wrote them off. Well, they've won four in a row since then. They've had some mm-hmm. big-time wins. They beat, they beat the tar out of Butte. And uh, they beat a good Big Sky team last week to carry the momentum. So uh, I think Helena High is certainly a, a contender when you look at this bracket. Oh, don't don't sleep on anything coming out of Helena right now. Actually, the West is just loaded, man. Like, it's, it's, it's any given situation because every team has beat each other respectively. If you look at everyone that's in the playoffs right now, everyone has one win between them <laughs> right. in a round-robin kind of situation. And five so, of the six teams in the West were in the mix for the number one seed until the last until weekend the last, of the season. Yeah, which says the a lot. The only team that wasn't in the mix for the number one seed was Big Sky, but they they only lost by a touchdown to three of the other teams. Exactly. So when you really look at that, the parity and the the the, the gaps in between uh, each program's respective abilities is it has narrowed. And as the season has progressed, these teams have actually gotten better and found different ways uh, to win with different personnel. So uh, it's it's a roll of the dice, man. I am going to be blowing up my NFH. S website like flicking back and forth between games because so much so much is going on and there's so much on the line this weekend in the frosty tundra of the Northwest Montana double-A <laughs> football scene. It's great. Uh, tons of more high school football coverage coming up for you, including Pat Shane, Florence High School's head coach, Dan Oliver, Missoula Sentinel, Matt Johnson, Missoula Big Sky, and Todd Hughes, Missoula Loyola. So we got you covered all the way around Missoula County as well as uh, the Bitterroot Valley as well. Blackfoot Communications is a great part of this show, and they uh, and just a great part of what we do here at Missoula Broadcasting, as well as at Skyline Sports. They have a new uh, a, a new add-on for you, introducing SmartBiz, the ultimate Wi-Fi solution for Missoula's small businesses, developed by, hosted by Blackfoot Communications, with out-of-the-box dedicated networks, top-tier security. Network fallover and uh, seamless. You'll stay seamlessly connected. Just twenty dollars a month, no contracts. Sign up at blackfootsmallbusiness.com backslash better Wi-Fi and connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. And we're gonna take an early break. We're gonna keep efforting Mike Kramer. We'll see if he uh, gets back to us. We might be able to slide him into a different slot here uh, in the show. Um, so the order I told you that we we're going to go in, it, might, it, might, it. it might change a little bit, but that's okay. You're still going to hear from all those coaches. You're still going to hear from Carol and the Chicken Does No Sports. And uh, you're still going to have a great time with us here uh, on this Friday. So don't change that dial. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultelaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio. Happy Friday to you. We'll have some more uh, hip-hop lessons in a little while. Rajim Seabrook riding shotgun uh, with us here uh, on your radio dial as well as on SWX Montana Television. But uh, matchup of the week in the Big Sky Conference and arguably in the entire uh, country at the FCS level for the second time in three weeks is in the Kibbe Dome. Idaho, number nine in the country, hosts number two, Montana State on Saturday uh, it's a 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time kickoff, 1 p.m. Pacific Time there uh, from the Kibbe Dome. So I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, who can we have on to talk about this? And then I realized, well, we got to have on one of the best storytellers that I know, a guy who played his football at Idaho and also coached as a head coach at Montana State for six seasons there uh, in Bozeman. 
Mike Kramer joins us now here on Nuanas Now. Kramer, thanks for being here, man. How you doing? Good, Coulter. How are you doing, man? Great, man. Great to hear your voice. I, I, I got to say, uh, a lot of Mike Kramer's <laughs> stories told uh, when I was in Moscow a couple weeks ago. It was homecoming there. I ran into a couple of your old teammates, so that was fun. I texted you, hey, I'm with all these guys. So, uh, interesting. I want to know from your perspective, though. I know you're sitting there in eastern Washington right now, but I know you have a beat on the Big Sky Conference. Fascinating to see sort of the resurrection and the re-rise of, of Idaho. So, I mean, what have you thought of uh, your alma mater getting back in the Big Sky Conference, but more importantly now being competitive in the Big Sky Conference for the second year in a row? <laughs> well, one of the things is the Big Sky Conference was begun in 1963, and uh, 60 years ago there were like five teams, right? Well, four of those five original members are one, two, three, and four right now in the Big Sky Conference. Yep. I think that's... Uh, that's a pretty poignant message to a lot of programs who have designs on moving to a different conference or different level. Uh, it's a really a fa- it was a failed experiment by Idaho to try and move up and stay with, within the confines of Boise State, and they f- they realized their mistake. They've come back down to earth, and it fits. It fits Idaho in the Big Sky Conference fits like a hand in a glove, and, and it's great to see what Jason's been able to do there as their head coach. It's awesome to see the fact that uh, the stadium gets filled now with people. They're not worried about playing Southeast Nowheresville. That comes all the way to Moscow and wonders where the heck they're at. So this is fun. This is, this is fun to watch. It's also fun to see uh, the running game come back to college football in a big way. You know, I was thinking about this, buddy. I, I was thinking that, you know, we got this idea that passing the ball around the yard 100 times a game or 60 times a game, was fashionable and sexy and would bring in, draw, draw in more fans. And the Bobcats have proven, uh, under a great coaching staff, led by Coach Vegan, that running the football is not only sexy, but it's also prolific, and it puts you in the national spotlight week after week after week. So a lot of cool things going on in the conference right now here in 2023. There certainly is. Uh, to me, I think it's cool to see the sort of the shift in the in the collective mentality of the fan base at Idaho as well, because I know when they first dropped back down, there were some people that said, "Okay, we're back where we belong. This is good." There was also a lot of people said, "Why are we dropping back down? We don't want to do that." Well, I think the fact that Idaho struggled the first several years back in the Big Sky it made it harder for people to buy in. But now they got this new coach, Jason Deck. He's in his second season. They've won a bunch of games. I think it's turned a lot of Vandals, especially the older. Uh, guard into, into buying into them being back in the big sky. Hey, nothing like winning, baby. That's right. <laughs> nothing like winning. Only family, only family is better than winning. And winning by one uh, over anybody is better than losing by forty to somebody. And I just think that Idaho lost its mission in terms of what it was capable of and what it could be and what it could mean in the Pacific Northwest. And now, instead of recruiting nationwide and kids out of this and that and there and everywhere trying to keep up with the Middle Tennessees and the North Texas states, they're able to more focus on the state of Idaho and in the Pacific Northwest, particularly in the Seattle, Portland area, uh, which is really a hotbed of great football players. And if you go back to the great Idaho teams uh, in the 90s, not the 80s, but the 90s when they started winning consecutive back-to-back Big Sky championships under John L. and uh, under some great, great football players who went on to have outstanding NFL careers. You'll find that the heart, bread, and soul of that team came from the Pacific Northwest. And so I think it's good for the region. It's good for the fan base. And, uh, hey, it's good for uh, late October when you're playing for something meaningful. Mike Kramer joining us here on Nuanas Now, a University of Idaho alum, also a Big Sky Coach of the Year at three different Big Sky Conference institutions during his famed <laughs> coaching career. Uh, let's let's talk just about Idaho in general, and then we'll get to some stuff about Montana State as well. Uh, this version of Idaho, I think it's fascinating to watch the way that they operate. They've maintained and carried over a lot of that, that physical, tough nature that they had under Coach Petrino, but they've added a lot of flair to it as well. And they got themselves a pretty dang dynamic quarterback in Giovanni McCoy, too. So, I mean, what have you thought of just sort of the uh, the offensive resurrection there in Idaho and the way that they're getting things done on that side of the ball? Well, I love the fact that defensively Idaho has really found its footing and foundation. And when, when Giovanni McCoy has got to carry the whole thing on his back, though, as, as a quarterback and as a passer, uh, it, it takes a little out of him. So for Idaho to be successful, they've got to find a way to – 
run the ball uh, with the t- two talented tailbacks and an offensive line that's really committed to it. And I know that since the University of Montana game that they have really, really committed themselves to try and be better at uh, running the ball. And so we'll see uh, tomorrow at 1 o'clock which team uh, is able to wear its chin strap a little bit tighter. The Kibbe Dome is supposed to be sold out uh, for the second time in a row. It was fascinating to be there. I've been in that venue many times. I'd never seen it when it was fully sold out like it was against Montana. Being on the sidelines and then watching the student section, watching how everybody was into it, it was fascinating. It was also fascinating to me, though, how much Montana played off of that, how much the Grizzlies sort of embraced it. I, I'm sure you caught that game. What did you think of just Montana going in there? It's it's a rare occasion when Montana can be an underdog, and they sort of embraced that, went in there and knocked off Idaho, and now underdog no more. They're back in the top ten. It's very surprising in the Big Sky Conference that Montana would go to a visiting team and face a sellout crowd anymore. For sure. A, a vocal sellout crowd. So it was a great experience. I'm sure that uh, Bobby's guys were fired up and, and ready to play simply because they've been in that building a couple times. They were there two years ago, uh, two seasons ago when it was half full and, and, and the Vandals were not, you know, they, they were getting better, but they weren't, yeah, they weren't going to be the team that, that Jason thought they could become. And now they have become that team. And I'm sure <laughs> when game time rolled around and they, they opened up the gates and here came the Grizzlies out into the field and, you know, 16, 17,000 people are going boo. That the Grizzlies aren't used to hearing that. And it was a different thing for them. So I I, I, I like the way they responded. They played very hard. I, Idaho made a great game of it at the end with uh, – Hatton, what a great dynamic football player he has become. Uh, a failed onside kick attempt that was uh, controversial, to say the least. And I can say that now that I'm driving a tractor <laughs> instead of driving a football team. So <laughs> it, was, it was exciting to see. And, and it just portends better things, not only for the University of Idaho, but for the Big Sky Conference in general, to have another nationally ranked team uh, in, in the league that has the wherewithal and the resources to maintain it. Mike Kramer here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Let's talk about the Cats and then Montana State, number two in the country. Uh, the Cats, have, I mean, Montana State has been really good since you were the head coach there. They have, a, have had a great run that's included, you know, many playoff appearances and uh, more than a handful of Big Sky Conference titles. But they've ascended to a, a next level, a new level. And I, I really think they are a true uh, national championship contender. And some would even say maybe a national championship favorite. And you mentioned the run game, but just the total body of work from Brent Vegan and his, and his staff, it's been impressive to see. And I think it shows you how programs can be built block by block and, and how each time you have a coaching change, if you make the right choice, if you have the right guy, it can help you ascend another step further. And it just seems like for this moment in time, Brent Vegan and his staff, that's the perfect staff where Montana State needs to get to. I mean, what have you thought of just the, the continued rise of the Bobcats? Well, Last spring, uh, in the first the first days of spring practice, uh, Coach Vegan and his staff uh, invited me out. Uh, I was able to speak to high school coaches who were there for their clinic and, and speak to the Bobcat coaching staff and then watch them perform on the field uh, for, in their first day of practice. And, of course, Bobby Daly is on that coaching staff, uh, a guy who was a Bobcat linebacker and a, and a guy who also coached at the University of Idaho. Yep. But, all, but a guy that's a... Hell on a guy, an, an inside Montana guy who totally understands kind of what's going on there. And he really embodies what Coach Vegan and his staff have been able to accomplish. I don't think you could find a finer fit for Montana State University than Brent Vegan. I mean, I'm just, I was shocked at how humble and how welcoming he was to myself and my wife Sandy as we went back to Bozeman. And we look forward to going to a Bobcat game later on this season and enjoying a sellout crowd in a, in a big stadium that has been built by a lot of people, not just me, but by a lot of people who did a lot of great things and had this vision. You know, if I go back to this rivalry, Coulter, in 1972, as a University of Idaho freshman, defensive end, we lined up and played against the Bobcats down at Bozeman High School. And they were building what they now call Bobcat Stadium. Two years later, we played in Bozeman and got our, we got our, we got handed. And two years later, the Bobcats won the Division II National Championship. So the rise of Bobcat football didn't begin with success that we had. Sure. It began, of course, with Coach Sonny Holland in the 1960s 
uh, or 1970s, and has just continued to ascend and ascend and ascend. And Montana State is in its rightful place uh, in the top five in the nation, highly thought of, highly ranked. Uh, they took South Dakota State uh, to the wire. They've adopted the type of offense and defense that proliferates, proliferates uh, at the highest levels of championship-level football in the in the F- FBS le- or FCS level, and I think that only bodes well for them. No, they can throw it, they can spread you out, and they can throw it, <laughs> but they like to really spread you out and run it again because uh, both those quarterbacks have answered the bell time and time and time again uh, to become the predominant players uh, on their team at the same time in the same year on a, on a top ranked team. It's a it's an amazing thing to behold. It certainly is. I, I want to ask you, I, I know I've, you've told this story to me before, but i got to have you tell the story to the folks. You mentioned when you when you first played against Montana State, when you were at the University of Idaho, and uh, I know you had some crossover with Bill Kohler. He was one of the best to ever do it in the Big Sky Conference. So, I mean, what do you remember about going against Coach? I call him Coach Kohler now because he's coached for so long. But, I mean, he was, I mean, at that moment, perhaps the greatest player in Big Sky Conference history and still among the great players in the history of the league. Well, no one's ever been drafted higher than him in the league, so leave it alone at that. I will tell you what kind of player he was. The most valuable player in the Senior Bowl. His senior season was in 1974. Sam MSU Bobcat, and he and Wayne Hammond were the two interior defense tackles in a 4-4 defense along with uh, Brad Dawes and a couple other well-known Montana personalities of today. But at the same time, uh, I was an offensive guard. I had gotten moved from defense to offense. And I played offensive guard, and I did not need my pads because I never touched him. I never touched him. I remember the week before the game, the pro scouts came through and said, yeah, we were just in Bozeman. We timed Bill Kohler at 4.65 in the 40-yard dash. And I went, oh, my God. At 265 pounds? Yeah. I went, oh, that's me. <laughs> and guess what? I never touched him. Uh, I think they beat a 17-3 to uh, Sam McCollum guy who went on to play for the Seattle Seahawks, caught a couple touchdown passes, and uh, it was it was a tough game. We played it in a, a dome that didn't have a roof, and uh, but it was a pretty memorable day against a great, great, great football player of anybody's ilk at any level. Mike Kramer here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television, a Idaho alum, as well as a former Montana State head football coach. Of course, the Bobcats play in Moscow at Idaho uh, tomorrow afternoon and in the Kibbe Dome. Uh, you mentioned the Bobcat run game, Coach. It's been captivating to watch the way that they get it done because it's not three yards in a cloud of dust. It's not inside zone. They are so creative. They use space as well as any rushing attack I maybe have ever seen. They have depth for for days, weeks. And like you mentioned, they got these two pivotal centerpieces that play off of each other that are also happen to be two of the best quarterbacks in the entire conference, and they are able to rotate them in together. So, I mean, how impressed have you been with this Bobcat run game? What do you think makes it unique? Well, last week, uh, Tommy's first touchdown was a prime example of it. Misdirection followed by another misdirection followed by a run into the end zone, and nobody was even near him. I mean, that's, that's not just execution. That's poise and confidence and guys doing their job and making guys be unselfish. Now, imagine, Coulter, the difference in a locker room dominated by a run game or the difference in a locker room dominated by a pass game. In a pass game, the domination has to come from the wide receiver core. And those guys are different. They're totally different. When you run the ball like Montana State does, everybody is as important as everybody. You can't be a fancy wide receiver that says, well, you know, I, I don't really block. <laughs> You're not going to play for Brett Vegan and the Bobcats. You have to be a guy that's willing to stick his nose on people, uh, stick his shoulder on people, and not be worried about how many touches or catches you're going to get if you're going to play in this offense. And guess what? There will come a time, and there will come a time here in November and possibly in December when the Bobcat passing game is going to be called on. And guess what? Because those guys that are playing so much now are doing so well, so unselfishly, there's no drama. Whereas in a passing game offense, dude, I'm telling you, every week you've got drama. And you've got drama after games you might have won because there are receivers that feel like they need six, seven, eight, nine, 
touches to feel like they contribute. When you get one catch a game, and then you go in the locker room and you won, and you're, you're still over in the corner moping, well, that's what happens to passing game teams, which is why I think a lot of colleges have gone away from exclusively throwing the ball around because it takes great management skill to keep that receiving core happy and on tack, whereas in the running game, <laughs> you're either contributing and keeping your mouth shut or you're sitting. It's exactly right. It's a great way to put it. Uh, last couple of things for you then. I mean, just from the, the, the X's and O's and, and just the, the team versus team of this matchup, what do you think are the keys on each side with, with Idaho host of Montana State? I, I've been thinking about this all day, Culture. It's tackling. Somebody's got to tackle. Montana was able to make Idaho miss tackles in the first half. And I know Jason Eck pounded on him about tackling. In the second half, and Idaho tackled much better against Montana. And Montana State has not had a game where they failed to tackle appropriately and as a group. And so tackling, 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 tackling will be the key issue. Because obviously we're in a dome, so uh, field position is not going to be such an issue because there will be no wind. And the, and the ball will boom and da-da-da-da-da. But the team that tackles the best will obviously be the winner. He's Mike Kramer. You're on Nuanas now. Love talking Big Sky football with you, Coach. Thanks so much for being here, man. Hey, bud. You got a great show, and you do a great job of keeping everything wired together. Lots of great excitement to go and lots of drama to yet unfold here in 2023. Great being on with you, and I look forward to doing it again. Hey, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks so much. Big human, Mike Kramer, Idaho alum, former Montana State head coach. How great was that, man? I just The thing that makes me so happy, first of all, he's just such a great orator and such a great storyteller. But also, it just makes me happy that he's still into it, right? Like, he is still super engaged in the big sky. And how could you not be, though? I mean, the guy has ties throughout. I, I should have asked him about Helena High because he was the head coach at Helena High way back in the day before he then became the defensive line coach at Montana State and then stops at Eastern Washington as an assistant. Then the head coach stops at Montana State as the head coach. Then at Washington State, then back to the big sky at Idaho State. Uh, a life of big sky conference football for the Idaho uh, alum and uh Three times. Coach of the year at three different schools in the Big Sky Conference. The only guy in the history of the league to have those sorts of accolades. And it's always been a great and humbling honor for me that Coach Kramer keeps up with me and lets me keep up with him as well. He certainly had an enormous influence on my football life. And uh, he's just a wonderful man. And I I really enjoy my time talking to him. He always calls, you know, a couple times a year and says, hey, what's going on? You know what? What have you been doing? I've been listening to the podcast, and and it just means a lot to me. And, and I just love having him on the show because he's just a wealth of information that analyzes it so well. And it's true. All the things he just said about the analysis of both those programs is exactly spot on. We'll keep talking. Montana State at Idaho will also keep talking high school football as well. Pat Duchesne, Florence Falcons coming up, as well as more commentary on the Big Sky Conference. Don't change a dial. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. Son, <laughs> I de- I'm part of the DITC, man, digging in the crates crew. <laughs> Gotta love it. Rajin Zero kicking with me, Coulter Duanez here uh, in studio on this Friday. Appreciate you for kicking it with us. Uh, we got sort of rearranged here in hour number one, but that's okay. We still have uh, plenty and then some to talk about. So let's talk some high school football on the Class B level. Uh, interesting because over the last two years, Florence has been utterly dominant, and they've had as many college-bound athletes as you could ever imagine for a Class B school. But after last year, with the graduation of Pat Duchesne Jr., who's an outstanding quarterback, mm-hmm. who was you know one of the best in the state of Montana, he's at Montana State now, plus Jonathan Lumen, who's also an offensive lineman at Montana State. Pretty good. Plus the, the group of kids from the year before, like Ethan Abbott and Luke Mackey and Tristan Pyatt and all these different guys, Blake Shoup. I think... Around the state, people were thinking, hmm, Class B might be a little bit more wide open. And don't get me wrong, I do think it, there is an element of the playoffs that makes it wide open every single year. But the Falcons rolled through the regular season. They were as dominant as they have been the last two years, even without all those guys. More so now. I mean, for real, because they're, they're, they're better defensively than they have been at any they time are. during this run. They are. Their winning streak is up to, I think they won six straight to end the year last year, because they did lose twice last year. 
Uh, I think they won six in a row to end last year, and now they've won nine, nine in, in a row, row to start this yep. year. They are the number one seed. They are the number one ranked team in Class B, and they have been utterly dominant. This is a, it's a credit to Pat Duchesne Sr., uh, the head coach there at Florida, and, and his uh, staff, because, I mean, you lose that much, especially at a small school like that, it's tough to replace. They haven't even worried about replacing it. They just formed a new identity, and they've been rolling. Well, that, uh, you, you credit the, 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 the school, and you credit the, the coaches. I'm going to credit the kids. The culture, yeah. The culture that surrounds that, that's called total buy-in to what is yep. going on. When you are that dominant year in and year out, two-time defending state champion, you know, you lose a crop of athletes, and you actually get better in that time span, like, you just you just mastered Sun Tzu's art of war. Like, you just, <laughs> you just, you just, you just mastered uh, winning by losing, and I think that Florence has has done something very uh, niche to themselves in the last two years. You know, when you think about where they are geographically, uh, Class B school, they shouldn't be as good as they sh- as they are, uh, especially given the population up and down from from say Missoula all the way down to Darby, but yet. Coach Pat has done something miraculous. He continues to be dominant, and it's not only their, um, you know, the 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 that they're winning culture. It's how they're winning yes. and who they're winning against because they're not playing, you know, sloppy programs. They're beating Loyola Soundly, who's the top Class B teams. Like they're right. beating, totally. they're beating, uh, uh, you know, quality programs. I mean, they beat Eureka by three touchdowns, which is ridiculous. Eureka was probably the second best team that I at least observed. I haven't Period. seen a lot of the East for Class B, but I thought Eureka was really good, and they they beat them handily. Yes. Soundly, so when you when you look at what they're doing and how they're doing it and who they're doing it with, like we might be having this conversation again in exactly a year from the day. Well, be, I would actually love to go through the annals and see that there's been um, some great dynasties at the Class C level, both eight man and six man. Yes. Which, by the way, correction from earlier, our Sports Center said that there was no game in Missoula tonight. That's actually not true. There's a six man Class C playoff game here tonight valley christian hosts weibo so shout out to valley christian it's been a minute since valley christian has been in the playoffs uh weibo was one of the great dynasties in the history of high school football in montana when they yes. were an eight man uh they ha- they've since had you know a, a reduction in population size and sorry games actually saturday, oh, saturday at 1 okay. p.m that's fine there is the still- just keep happening folks just hang with us <laughs> regardless uh you know, we cited in the sports center that Sentinel was in Great Falls, Big Sky was in Billings, Loyola's in Shepherd, and uh, and then there was one game in there, two games in the Bitterroot Florence on Saturday afternoon against Baker and Hamilton hosting tonight Big Fork. But there is a game in Missoula as well uh, tomorrow at uh, 1 p.m. Valley Christian hosts Folks, Weibo. Can, can we just can we just have a Segui, aka a segue, really quick? Segui. <laughs> that's what my that's what my grandfather and uncle used to call them Seguis instead of segways. Yeah. So can we just? Tip our hats to the communities of Missoula City and the county for having four out of the five area high schools in the playoffs. We're doing something right, folks. You got Valley Christian, you got Big Sky, you got Loyola, and you got Sentinel. Four out of the five area high schools are in the playoffs. Thank you, coaches. Thank you, parents. Thank you, kids. Thank you, schools. Often, we don't, we don't get to do this. So this is the PSA for humankind here in in the county of Missoula. Great job to all those people who have given up so much of their time away from their jobs, families, and friends to help promote these uh, these these young these youths in, um, in these programs. That's that's outstanding. Four out of five, Coulter. I'm sorry, I just got to note that. No, I, I love, love that. I love it. It's awesome. And then you factor in that. I mean, Florence is only a stone's throw away from Missoula. There it, it is. is. Yep. Hamilton. Hamilton. Corvallis. Yeah. I mean, you're talking a 50 mile radius. You got eight playoff teams. That's pretty dang good. That's for, really for, amazing. Uh, it's uh, outstanding when you really like start adding that up and. Again, you know, giving credit to what you just uh, uh, noted and touched upon. Like, that's ridiculous, folks. Like, let's go Western Montana. Uh, a text in from a listener. Appreciate the show. Mondak, which is in Westby, is actually closer to North Dakota than Baker. That's true. Westby, Westby Granora actually is like a two-state co-op. Westby's in Montana. Granora's on the other side. They play sports in Montana, but also sometimes in North Dakota. So, uh, text in, I was saying Baker's the closest to North Dakota because it's eight miles away. I stand corrected. Westby is literally a stone's throw away uh, from North Dakota. So thanks for the text. Thanks so much uh, for listening. That's cool. Um, Class B matchups on Saturday include 
Uh, Jefferson playing at Glasgow, and the winner of that one plays the winner of Huntley Project at Eureka. Manhattan hosts Conrad, and the victor of that one plays the winner of Missoula Loyola at Shepherd. That's a game. Red Lodge hosts Thompson Falls, and that winner plays the winner of Three Forks at Malta. That's a bus ride. And then uh, Florence hosts Baker, which is the longest bus ride in the state this weekend, and the winner of that one plays the winner of Cutbank at Columbus. Let's hear from the head man of the Flores Falcons. Well, time for our Bitterroot Breakdown. We got several teams from the Bitterroot Valley in various levels of the high school football playoffs, including top-ranked and undefeated Florence, two-time defending state champs in Class B. Patrick Shane Sr., the head coach of the Falcons, joins us now here on Nuanas. Now, Coach, we appreciate the time, man. How you doing? Doing pretty good, you know, just just looking forward to get back on the field today, practice-wise. Um, did some film breakdown yesterday, and, and uh, you know, kind of, kind of excited. Practices this time of year, they kind of scale down, you know, into that 90-minute range. Um, you can focus on, on one specific day of defense then you can go into one specific day of offense then you can then you can kind of combine the two together on a on a thursday and then do your cleanup on a friday well it's it's always fun when the kids get to get into a rhythm and and they're loving it and they're you know now here you are there's only 16 teams left playing at the class b level so uh pretty cool well, what do you think it is the finish of the season i know we had you on a couple weeks ago and you guys picked up a couple more big wins after that including a rivalry win over loyola last week so um, what do you think it is the, the finish of the regular season you know, just dude, super proud of the boys. Um, you know, I think we talked about it before how this is, you know, I, I, every team's a unique team. Um, season to season, every every team's unique. I think if a coach tells you they're not, then he's robotic and they're, they might not be winning as many games. Um, you know, it's, it, it's unique. It's fun. It's exciting to see these kids. Um the mentality change because ultimately we're in their second season, right? In football. And we, we, we talk about that every year. Like you get to the playoffs, you're in the second season. It, the first season does not matter at this point. Nothing, nothing carries over. Um, Loyola, great example of that last year. You know, nothing, nothing carries over. So what? You were the four seed. You, you came and played in the state championship. That's right. Uh, so it's exciting to see, you know, what's going to happen. Um, you know, it's probably more exciting after we get done on on Saturday, um, and if things go right for us, to see, you know, where everything else is shaking out in the state. But you mentioned uh, doing some film breakdown. Your first round opponent, Baker, uh, amazing. First of all, just looking at a map. I mean, I did. I put it into the map quest. I think Baker's about five hundred and ninety miles from Florence, so uh, they might have to leave. Uh, they might have to leave Wednesday to be able to get there by Saturday. But I mean, when it comes to those just scouting teams, I mean, Class B is fascinating because you play a bunch of teams from this side of the state, but there's not a lot of crossover. So, I mean, how do you sort of? put together a scouting report what do you think of playing uh, a team from so far away well you know baker's coach was good we we decided to exchange our last four games of film um you know they'll pick up um some tendencies on us we're going to pick up some tendencies on them um you know baker's a good team I, i i really feel like the East is kind of getting a little bit overlooked with with Red Lodge being a very, very dominant team. Um, but Baker's a good team. I mean, there's there's no ifs, ands, or buts. The film prep that we've done on those guys, they have some athletes, they have some big guys. Um, they're slippery, you know, and, and, and you know how those East teams are. They're going to come over and they're going to, they're going to be the ones trying to start a fist fight, you know, in, 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 within the game, not, 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 um, literally, but figuratively, they're going to come over and they're going to try to push us around a little bit. And that's what all the East teams do. You know, they all, they all, most of them come from ranching families and they're, and they're big, strong, 
you know, healthy kids that, that they get to eat <laughs> a lot of calories and, and you just, you, you get excited waiting to, waiting to play for, play against them. Well, it's, it's what make, makes Montana so great. Patrick Shane Sr. joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Florence hosts Baker first round of the Class B playoff Saturday afternoon. All the Class B games Saturday afternoon for those that are wanting to put it down on your schedules. you got Friday night games uh, for the AA and A levels, but Saturday is all Class B heavy. One o'clock kicks across the state, all eight matches. Um, does Baker, I know for, for years and years and years, I mean, first of all, they had w- one or two coaches in like 40 years. And, and you know, Don Schillinger right. is the, I mean, he's the all-time winningest coach in the history of Montana high school football, I think. Uh, but they ran the option. Produced a couple of good kids out of No doubt about it. Uh, but I know they ran the option forever. Do they still do that? You know, um, they're they're a little bit more diverse um, now. Um, you get into the playoffs, and you, and you have to be prepared for anything. Yeah. Um, you know, we we we've seen them run a spread to a to a power eye to a two back set out of shotgun. Um, we've seen a lot of stuff. Which which kudos to them. You know, they're trying to to um, establish some angles against their opponents, you know, and, and, and I think you have to do that, honestly. I mean, you've watched us um, play with a two-back set that we haven't done in six years, you know, until this year. And, and so you have to kind of take advantage of certain situations where our weaknesses are, and I guarantee they're preparing for every weakness that we have as a team and 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 we're fully aware of that we need to correct our weaknesses this week when it comes to strengths and weaknesses then what do you hope to accentuate this week and then what do you hope to mitigate this week you know i i really hope we can mitigate their power run um you know, which which we've been a little bit susceptible to um, between between the a gaps. Um, I hope that we can accentuate our offense as being better than what we've showed. Um, I think all season long, when we've been good at the run game, our pass game's not quite there. You know, vice versa. Um, You know, it was great to see us be able to rush against Loyola for for 260-some yards. Um, But there again, we're only throwing for 140 yards. You know, and we're missing some reads. We're, 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 both in the passing game and the run game, we're missing some blocks. We're not keyed in. So now it's just, like I said before, it's that new season where we need to fine tune every little thing that we do and get better this week, get better next week. And, and, you know, not saying that we're going to win this week, but if we do get better next week, and if we happen to get fortunate enough to win that game, you know, be coming coming into our peak in that in that semifinal. Best time of year. Win and you're in. L- loser go home. Patrick Shane Cedar here on Nuanas now. Thanks for being here, Coach. I appreciate you, Coulter. Well, as now ESPN Radio, it's a bit of a breakdown presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. Missoula teams times three in the playoffs. Loyola, Big Sky. And Sentinel, we'll hear from all the head coaches right after this. Of course, Valley Christian's in the playoffs as thank well. You. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But we thank will you. hear from Matt Johnson of Big Sky, Dane Oliver of Sentinel, and Todd Hughes of Missoula Loyola. Next, our Garden City Spotlight to start off. Hour number two, Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 